Hey, man. No, I wasn't ready. I was picking a wedgie. <laughs> I think that's the best start we're ever going to get. <laughs> okay, ready? Try it again. Hey, man. Hold on. I'm fixing my shirt. Oh, my God. Hey, man. <clears throat> Sorry. Go ahead. Hey, man. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Okay. You're annoyed, and I can I feel am. it. I can feel the earth. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. I okay. just feel like we can never get past this part. This is the hardest part of what we do. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, man. <laughs> See? Like, I don't. <laughs> okay. Let me take a drink of water. Hey, man. What's up? Have uh, Have you ever heard of David Hahn? David Hahn? Yeah. Um. Me, uh, maybe H A H N. Yeah, David Hahn. David Hahn. His middle name Charles. Hold David on. Charles Hahn. Did he? Did he found uh, uh, the the Japanese steakhouses? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know that, no. Is that the Benny Hahn Grill? Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah is, Benny Hahn. Thinking about being a ventriloquist. This high school chemistry book doesn't teach you how to make a nuclear reactor. Uh, this pickle's got a good flop to it. This is really hard when I have pickle jars for hands. I have to wear them when I sleep. Things I learned last night. Okay, no, my bad. Okay. Fun trivia about Benny Hanna's. Did you know that the guy who founded that was actually Steve Aoki's dad? Yes, that's we've talked about that in an episode yeah, before. Yes, okay. Yep. That's what I was Did like. Did we talk about that in an episode? I don't know if it was an episode. You've told you have specifically told me <laughs> that before. I realized that conversations that we have in real life and conversations that we've had in episodes, I can't distinguish between now. Yeah. Um I realized so, that I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, uh, I don't know. Well, I realized, Someone went, hey, do you know Tim Stone? And I went, who? <laughs> I said, is that the guy that founded Benny Hines? <laughs> it was like, no. I was like, is that the guy that does the, the steakhouse thing? No, that's the guy that you were in his wedding. Uh, well, I don't know. I was one of two best the men. The one where so. I took the platter of like scrambled eggs from or whatever. What did you scrambled say? eggs? You think someone served <laughs> scrambled <laughs> eggs at their wedding? They're know. like, you know what? I went to a wedding where they did breakfast for the. Did dinner. you really? Yeah, that's a dope thing. Mm-hmm. I went to a wedding where they literally just served Domino's pizza. Really? So, yeah. I don't believe you. I it was in Springfield. Was the guy who founded Domino's? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's actually Steve Aoki's dad. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't even get through that sentence. <laughs> so okay, funny. so David Hahn is David not Han. the person from Benny Hanna's. That nope. makes more sense. Nope. But I feel like I've heard this name before. Okay, let me let me try this. Did you hear me tell you his middle name was Charles? David, David Charles, Charles Hahn. Charles Hahn. Charles Hahn. That shouldn't help you at all. <laughs> let me give you something that will, <laughs> will help you more. Uh, did you know that... Uh, or, or have you ever heard of the radioactive Boy Scout? What? No. <laughs> that, that, is it David I mean, Charles Hahn? It is David Charles Hahn. <laughs> so if you've heard of David Hahn, it's probably because he's a radioactive Boy Scout. If you haven't heard of that, then you you don't know who David Hahn is. Let me tell you. <laughs> you just went. If you've heard of David Hahn, then that's because you because he's the radioactive. If you haven't heard of the radioactive Boy Scout, then you haven't heard of. 
<laughs> Very good deductive reasoning, Tim. Okay, so radioactive Boy Scout. Yeah, that's what he is. Okay, so that's what he is currently. Well, no. Is but... that the level above Eagle Scout? <laughs> is there a bumper sticker that says "I'm proud of my radioactive Scout"? Scout. <laughs> Yeah, We're gonna actually. make them. You can buy it on Tillin.com. <laughs> I'm proud of my radioactive <laughs> scout. I'll actually design it. Incredible. That's hilarious. Incredible. Um, no, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> this guy, David Hahn, he was born in 1976. Okay. Um, and he's famous for at the age of 16 building a full size nuclear reactor in his mom's backyard. What? Oh, wait, a full-size nuclear reactor? Well, like, not like the, I was stuff, say, like a the big yard things that you would see, but like a functioning, like good enough to probably power his whole home in his mom's backyard. At 16. At 16 years old. Uh, and, and if that alone, that fact about him alone was all we had, it'd be a pretty interesting story about a guy. But he gets... But this guy messed up somehow. David Hahn is a legend, let me tell you. He is a legend. Like, absolute. He's my hero. He's, that's your hero. When you go, when people go, who do you look up to? And you respond, radioactive Boy Scout. As of last night. Because oh, okay. I, because I learned about this last night. So, Okay. All it's right. A, it's a new okay. thing for it, <laughs> anyways, anyways, okay, okay. So David Hahn, um, he's a kid who was born in uh, the suburb of Michigan, Commerce Commerce uh, Township. Okay, and so uh, did I say suburb of Michigan? You did a suburb of Detroit. I let it go, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, um, I think I knew what you were saying. The kind of the same way that Mount Vernon is a suburb of Springfield. Oh my gosh! So this suburb of Michigan. Well, I mean, the sentence still works. It's a suburb in Michigan. Can we talk more about how you don't know what suburb means? No, I know what suburb means. Wrong. No. Yeah. Mount suburb Vernon is those trains is not... that run beneath the city. Oh, my God. <laughs> suburb is a place that has $5 footlongs. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So he was born in Cobb's I'm proud of my radioactive suburb, you know? <laughs> I hate that. All right, so so I had a suburb teacher one time. My teacher got sick, and we had a suburb teacher come in. <laughs> Gosh, okay, that that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was very good. You're right. Oh man, go ahead. So he lives in a suburb of Michigan. He li- no suburb of Detroit. No, I mean, okay, got it. <laughs> suburb of Detroit. He lives in the suburb of Detroit. Detroit's in Michigan. Detroit is in Michigan. Yes, that's. But Detroit's not a suburb of Michigan. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm just getting confused on what the word suburb means. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I can tell. Um, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Gosh. Um, so he, he, Are you saying suburb? I was saying suburb. Yeah, I'm not anymore. Suburb. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I'm not going to talk the rest of the episode. Okay, good. I'm sick of you talking in this show. Um, so he was born in the suburb of Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. This is a, you, you understand that now? All right, good. Um, and grew up. His parents got divorced at a really young age. His dad, that's important information at one point in the story. It seemed unimportant there, but it will be. Um, was his Sorry, I almost talked. I I had a question, but then I was like, no. Well, no, I've committed to this bit of being quiet the rest of the episode. This is all you, dude. No. 
this show doesn't work without was you. his dad's name charles no well actually i don't know <laughs> well see that was okay go ahead <coughs> i don't know I, i'm not gonna find it um so anyways his dad was interested in chemistry when he was young. He knew that David was really interested in chemistry as a little kid. And so yeah. when he was in upper elementary, uh, his dad gave him a, a book that he had growing up called the golden book of chemistry experiments. And so it was this big textbook, just full of random chemistry experiments. I've got that on the bookshelf. Do you, you want to show it to everyone? Let's see it real quick. You just pull it out and show everyone what you're talking about. Okay. Let's see it. <laughs> The way you are, gosh! Give everyone a little, 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 little turn through. Make your publishing dreams come true at digipod.com, a sponsor of the Things I Learned Last Night podcast. No, it's not. The Digipod. Go, Digipod. Go, Digipod. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. So he gets this book of uh, the Golden Book of Chemistry Experiments. Yeah. And in this book, here's something to know about about it. It's it's full of chemistry experiments, uh, something that a kid might look at, but it wasn't really geared towards kids. Also geared toward Eagle Scouts <laughs> who are not children, by the way, they are, <laughs> they are, they are full grown adults. They are, they are. I've realized that no one becomes an Eagle Scout at eight years old. No. Like you've got to like, you that's work years of commitment. You got to work for it. Uh, I'm, I'm not ready. So now I, when I see bumper stickers that say, I'm proud of my, I pull over yeah, I, you you know, the them, side of the road. Let them go I around. stand up and I go, I you salute your you dedication. Two fingers for the Scouts. Is it, or no, it's two. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you, no. tell me what you were thinking. No. <laughs> Let's just go on. <laughs> it's three. This is this is Hunger Games, right? Is the three? Yeah, that's Hunger okay. Games. <laughs> is this the Scouts? I don't know. All right. Oh, boy. That's not what you were thinking. I know. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, the thing to note about this book is it came out in the 50s um, before uh, safety came out. That was before, <laughs> they before safety came out. Being safe. Uh, was Back when safety was lame. <laughs> safety was for the losers. But you know what I mean? Like in the 50s, yeah. nobody cared. They're yeah. just like, oh, I'll eat that. I'll drive this, this place. Oh, I'll do whatever. Like it was, I mean, it's 50s. Who, who cares? Yeah. Kids didn't wear seatbelts. Nope. Or helmets or like there were. And now I had to put a helmet on when I drive. Yeah. That's, man, we are just. 
<laughs> do you do you wear a helmet when you drive? I have to wear a helmet when I sleep. <laughs> what if I like <laughs> a full bike helmet? <laughs> no, not even a full face mask. One of those like bike, just like a bicycle helmet, and Dude. drove around my Honda Civic with a bike helmet with a bike on. Helmet on. Dude, it's crazy that we're talking about this because I had a dream about bike helmets last night. I Shut bought up. a what? new one in my dream, and I was so excited. I had a dream about, about bike helmets last night. I was so pumped about it. I was showing it off to all my friends. Like I was like, I was like, guys, you want to see my new helmet? And I just showed it to him. I was like, you know, what I dreamed about cool? last night. No, I've been working so hard on this stupid set. Yeah, and there's like, there's, and so I literally had a dream about all of this stuff falling off the walls during. <laughs> I had a stress stream about our you like woke podcast up, like, oh set. Oh, yep. <laughs> kind of. <coughs> Anyways. Um, what I'm saying is all the stuff's going to fall off the walls, so we need to wear helmets. When we record now. Yeah, you got it. So 1950, back when safety was, they literally threw caution to the wind. They did. They literally did. They um, went, this is the year. 1949, safe. 1951, yep, you bet. 1950, forget all this stuff. Yep, it was very not Let's safe. Let's just experiment. Yep, and so this this book of experiments was full of very not safe experiments. Sweet. Um, and so, uh, David... Including he, a nuclear reactor. <laughs> it was not in this book. 100 um, books of experiments. Experiment 79. <laughs> How to build a nuclear reactor in your backyard. Uh, no, so he, he starts going through these experiments. And you know, like... When you're a kid, you get those like play like science sets, and it's like yeah. really like like cheap beakers that are made out of plastic, yeah. and like a microscope that isn't a microscope. Is, you look at it; it's literally just black. Like you, you got, can't that's see what anything. You got as a kid? Yeah, I got one of those. Didn't you get? Oh one of those? no, my parents didn't think I was going to succeed, so they got me a magic <laughs> kit. <laughs> one of those like you know you make the little ball disappear yeah. and you can put something in the little yeah. box that has a mirror and so you open it and it looks empty mm-hmm. and yeah my parents got me that when i was didn't have fun with the, the science kit they were like oh, yeah yeah i guess i guess that's not gonna be a thing yeah my parents it. knew i don't even know why they let me go to college <laughs> they knew i was gonna drop out you know they they knew from the start yeah yeah i so, told them when i was in fifth and <laughs> I was, I, I, I was, was in, in circle grade. I was in circle. I was, well, back when I was in the triangle year, uh, I asked him if I, I legitimately wanted to be a ventriloquist for like a year. There. I know. I remember that. What? <laughs> you remember that? I remember that. Okay. Yep. Yep. It was right out of college. Can't believe I didn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> but I had six hand puppets that were my friends. Yeah, I remember. I'll never forget. We were on tour like and you were kind of showing off your new album, still doing some of your funny songs. And you turned over to me. We were just outside Chopsticks. And you looked at me. You said, hey, I'm thinking about being a ventriloquist. <laughs> I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, you actually. <clears throat> I remember that conversation now. I don't remember all of our conversations, but this is one that I do. And I said, I'm thinking about being a ventriloquist. And you turned to me and said, you, you ventriloquist right now. <laughs> and I was like, that's man, that's good, Tim. Yeah. Nah, you yeah. should do a podcast. Yep. And that's how this started. <clears throat> yeah. How this was born. Anyways. Uh, so he starts doing all these experiments and he goes, he's like, I can't get the cheap stuff. So he got like legit, like, 
industrial laboratory equipment, like full size speakers, the all next different step. size, yep. Bunsen burners yeah. in his dad's, like at his house. At his, this his guy went straight out house. Breaking Bad. Yeah, like he went he went hard uh, to make this these experiment things happen. And so he starts doing all these experiments. Um, and like, these are sketchy experiments that he's doing from this book. Yes. Um, and so through his youth, he's doing them. Eventually at some point in the middle school, his dad was like, man, you've made one too many explosions in your bedroom. You're damaging the heck out of my drywall. <laughs> Tells him he has to move to the basement. Um, because yeah. there... Well, that's not where I did my explosions. Mine yeah. were... I was tearing up that bathroom, you know? My parents were like, Jared, you've done one too many explosions in our bathroom. I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I've got this book. Oh, my gosh. This book of experiments. <laughs> and they were like, here's a magic kit. Gosh. But his parents were very concerned, or his dad was very concerned about him damaging his drywall. Yeah, the drywall. Yeah, not, the and concern. so he, he moved into the basement where so where there was no Got drywall. It. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was unfinished. Um, which a, a note on. I love that you you don't know that his dad's name is, but you're like, yeah, he's an unfinished basement. <laughs> you're like, here's the layout of his house. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's not a lot of information about his dad. Um, or any of his parents, which is fitting as you see more of this story unfold Got because, because here's the thing, David didn't care. Like, like his safety precautions, you could tell that he learned everything from a 1950 textbook when safety didn't exist. Yeah. Cause there, there was a, an interview with him after, after everything had happened in his life. Like he got an interview. He was, they, they wrote a book about him. Uh, and in the interview, they asked him about his safety precautions when he was working on the nuclear reactor. They're like, what did you do? Like dealing with all those dangerous chemicals that you were dealing with. Just barehanded them. No, this is what he said. He said, well, I would use coffee filters and I pick things up with these coffee filters. And he's like, for the really dangerous stuff, I would use empty pickle jars. <laughs> just stick my hands in these empty pickle jars and just move, move these dangerous elements around with these. This is really hard jars. when I have pickle jars for hands. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I actually met a person who was born with pickle jar hands, and he would be perfect for he that. Would have been. He works in a radioactive lab because <laughs> he was like, "I've literally God designed, God me, designed for this. me for this." He showed up for the interview, and they were like, ah, "We don't even." Yeah, God, this, this is. is yeah, did your hands get stuck in there? And he went, "I was born like this." <laughs> and they're like, oh, "We're sorry that we you were made for this, man." Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, so yeah, so safety wasn't a, a thing for him um, prior to moving to the basement. Um, what you would think most parents would say this is the final straw. Right. Uh, uh, David was playing with some chemical. It blew up the beaker uh, and he got glass shards in his eyes, had to go to the ER and have these glass shards removed from his eyes. And his dad was just like, and his whatever. eyes taken out. So now David <laughs> Hahn is the blind radioactive boy scout. He replaced his eyes with pickles. The radioactive blind scout. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. He had to do something to empty out the jars. He couldn't eat them all. There was a lot. Two full it's jars like of pickles. <laughs> How am I supposed to handle this radioactive material when I got full jars of pickles? He goes, How about you just put these in my eye sockets? I've already filled my mouth socket with as many as I can. <laughs> So how about you just shove some dill pickles right in my eyes? I don't need these. So now he's got pickle jar hands. He can't see anything. Pickles just dangling out his eyes. And he's picking up radioactive material. Just like, 
<laughs> just hoping. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, I can't tell if that beaker broke because of the reaction or because I just knocked it off the counter. <laughs> Could have been one of either or. Um, wow, I'm going to spend three hours photoshopping a guy with pickle jar hands <laughs> sticking out his eyes. That's going to be a terrifying picture. <laughs> Oh, this is David Hahn. I'm going to tag him in it. <laughs> At David Charles Hahn. Oh, <laughs> so he gets shards of glass in his eyes. Yeah. And his dad's like, yeah, it's cool. Just keep doing what you're doing. Um, and it's 1950. Yeah. <laughs> we'll worry well, about that next year. It's it's actually like 1985. Um, but the book's from 1950. That's right. So he that's was born in 1976. Yeah. My bad. Um, but so Wait, he's like nine years old <laughs> getting shards of glass in his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, he's a this guy's legendary. I'm not even kidding. He's a legend. Uh, and so in middle school, he gets moved to the basement uh, where it was actually one of the greatest things that happened to David Hahn because now he had a lot more space and a lot more privacy to yeah. conduct his experiments. Was working down there doing these experiments for you know a couple who else years. Worked in the basement, Frankenstein. So <laughs> where he had a lot of space oh to conduct gosh. his experiments. Well, and then uh, he got kicked out of the basement a couple years later when he was starting high school uh, because he started a thermite fire in the basement. I don't Perfect. know if you've ever worked with thermite before. Yeah, that's the stuff we shoot in like big yeah, bang. Yeah, big yeah, yeah, bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a pretty fun thing. Um, well, and we had a thermite <laughs> infestation last year, so. <laughs> hard tease I'm like hey Thim <laughs> Thim I've got a problem with thermites I've got a thermite problem or thermites thermites I've got so many thermites <laughs> okay it's so, terrifying so just... <laughs> okay go ahead anyways um yeah and so so thermite is a big deal because like um it will burn through just about anything. Everything, yeah. It's it's so hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> like my mixtape. Uh, <laughs> they called me thermite in college. I can't <laughs> tell me how hot it is. Um, but yeah. Uh, they didn't call me that in college. It's crazy. I, I had a teacher in high school who got laid off at the end of my sophomore year, but they made him finish out the semester. And he was my chemistry teacher. That and feels so, dangerous. I know. That um, feels like, hey, six months from now, you don't have a job anymore. But for the next six months, hang out with these high school kids that you're <laughs> responsible for. Yeah, it was a, it was a sketchy move. Uh, and I remember like the last week he was there, he just did all these crazy experiments. One of them was thermite. And so he just got a bunch of thermite. The last we week he was out. there, he showed us this book he found from 1950. <laughs> It was rad, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so so we go out to the football field, and he just lit a bunch of stuff on fire with thermite. Yeah, um, and we like sat in the bleachers and watched it. It was awesome, dude. He shot this this uh, like plastic trash can like fifty feet in the air. It was great. And they um, still fired that guy. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Isn't that jacked up? Um, it was a layoff, not a fire. Like they just they just didn't have the, the whole budget. time. He made eye contact with the principal too. <laughs> He's like, like he was just like, "This is gonna be your car next week." <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, so, so thermite's pretty crazy, probably caused a lot of damage in the basement. Cause I mean, he wasn't worried about the drywall, but now he's got like whatever they had concrete or whatever in the basement. And now yeah. that's damaged. So his dad was like, you can't do experiments here at, at my house anymore. Let he started doing him rent a shed. Well, he started doing them in his mom's basement cause his parents were divorced. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. Dad says I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and the mom's like, I'll let you do it here. Cause I want you to like me more. <laughs> 
Exactly. Uh, so they start. He starts Classic the basement, 80s narrative. Gets kicked out of the basement for the same thing, blowing stuff up in the basement too much. Uh, she lets him start building in the shed in her backyard. Yep. I knew it was going to involve a shed sometime. Yeah. So she had like this old shed, like potting shed that she would use for, I don't know, potting. potting. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I started potting to have a place to put my pudding. This is my pudding pots. <laughs> I just I don't know why I said that. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. I'm starting to think of jokes of potting. I don't know. So while, he, while he's out there, he starts doing all these different experiments. Realize that now he's got a little less space than the basements he previously had. But he has a lot more privacy than he's ever had in one of his labs. Yeah. Um, he's like, what, 12 at this point? Yeah. He's, he's like going into high school at this point. Uh, yeah. And so he, he's been... For a few years, he's been collecting. Like you remember, at kids, like with, at kids, when you're a kid, um, you just collect stuff. Yeah, yeah. You had like football cards and baseball cards and like seashells or whatever you could find. You were just like, yeah, like that. He's got mighty you beans. Know, you remember mighty beans? Holy crap! You have tech decks and mm-hmm. and gaming cards and thermite yeah. and yeah. you know, well, all the stuff you collect <laughs> as a child. David Han Han was actually trying to collect one of every element from the periodic table of elements. That was what he was collecting. Even the highly dangerous elements. He's yeah. like, give me He's some like, I got pickle jars. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Hand that stuff over. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that's how I imagine he talks from those. Yeah. He was Michigan. a nerd. Uh, <laughs> He's like, Hand that stuff over. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he does. He's right. got to buy those things from like government labs though, right? <laughs> well, he was able to to pull them out of like a lot of household items. Cause especially in the tur- around the turn of the century and like the 20th century. Yeah. You could get your hands on, just about whatever you wanted from yeah. household products because sure. everyone like safety didn't get invented until like after the fifties. So yeah. um, he could get his hands on whatever he wanted to find. Uh, and so that's where he got most of his stuff. Just like Kmart, he would go there and buy some stuff and extract dangerous elements from it. Good. Um, so he was collecting all the, all this stuff. Do you know that Walmart IDs you if you get gorilla glue now? Gorilla glue. Yeah, apparently you can get high got off it. that. Can you? Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like stuff you can get high on or stuff you can like seriously hurt someone with is what you get ID'd for. Hmm. Anyways. Well, um, I was going to play a prank on you with Gorilla Glue, so I'm glad they ID'd me. Me too. Uh, wait. How yeah, old I'm, do you have to be? Well, I mean, I'm old enough. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, he, he, and he, he's had all these sorts of things. Like he, he brought a bunch of like stuff to make, uh, uh, uh gunpowder to a boy scout camp one year, um, uh, and made homemade fireworks, made them really popular that year, got kicked out. He had to <laughs> That's um, awesome. But he, he's like, he's like that That's kid cool who's kid. just constantly blowing stuff up. Yeah. Um, a really, really cool kid. Um, uh, <laughs> and then, um, his dad is like starting to get fired up, like at the way he's like using his time. Because yeah. he's obviously a really bright kid. Like he's doing a lot of like really difficult stuff. Um, but he's probably that, not doing his homework. At the but same he's time. not. Like, yeah, he's not like doing anything with his life. So his dad is like David. Like, well, I mean, it feels like he's doing stuff with his life. You know, like if you're 16 and have a resume <laughs> that's like, here's all the stuff I've made in my basement. I mean, yeah, but like to a 1980s dad. You're not doing anything like uh, maybe. Yeah. Like, let's be like, we've all seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like That's to that true. dad, you're not doing anything with your life. You should be learning how to make cars because they are in Detroit. So like he should know how a car works. He doesn't know how a car works. Well, I, was Ferris Bueller doing anything with his life? 
No, Ferris Bueller wasn't. That's yeah. Well, that's yeah. But this kid's like blowing stuff up, you know. Yeah, but to his dad, he's just blowing stuff up, you know. That's like, right. His dad's like, I'm working. His dad's going to work every day. He's like, my kid's so dumb, man. My kid's <laughs> down there in the basement with pickle jars in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, just pickles dangling down. He's out there moving dangerous elements. And, and he's, he bought an ironing board at Kmart the other day. He told me he was going to extract some stuff, whatever that means. I'm just here to put some gear shifts in this here. What's what's the company? Not Ford. What's in uh, GM? GM, yeah. yeah. Yep. And it all makes sense. Anyways, um, so his dad's like, do something with your life. Go become an Eagle Scout already. He's like, this kid doesn't do anything. His dad's like, like, you're not doing anything. You need to go freaking be an Eagle Scout. And so. So that would be doing something with his life. I know, right? Isn't that gold? So. um, Join the Cub Scouts. (laughs) Just freaking do something. Be an Eagle Scout or something. Um, So he starts going down that route. And the thing about being an Eagle Scout is there's like a few things you got to do. You have to get like 10 merit badges that are like across the board. Everyone's got to get those badges. Yeah. But then there's like 10 scout choice badges. Like you can do whatever you want. And those range from like business leadership to like all these different things. Coincidentally, there is <laughs> I'm a not radioactive badge. There is a badge that is the nuclear power badge. No, there's not. Yeah. There is legitimately that feels- a nuclear power badge. Um, and, and I think the boy scouts of America can be held responsible for whatever happened to this guy. Yeah. The boy, the, I think the Boy Scouts of America were not expecting David Hahn. Like, I think they were expecting kids to be like, oh, I can turn on a light bulb with this little nuclear reactor I made. Not what David Hahn decided to do. Uh, they, I don't think they expected that. Uh, so he's like, that's the badge I'm going for. That's the one. Did, did he start with a light bulb? He didn't know. He was like, he's like, I'm going. He just went full out. Yeah, he's, he, he went full send on this. Like, he's like, I'm going, I'm going hard in the paint. Well, what year was the um, Chernobyl? That was um, in the 80s, right? No. I, I feel like it was 83. That. Let's see. Let's 86, see. maybe? Chernobyl. The incidents. Oh, yeah. It was 86. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, maybe he right saw that happen when he was working on he this. Went, he's like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that better <laughs> than like, Russia. He's like, that's a better explosion than anything I've done. <laughs> he's like, I how much thermite did that take? <laughs> so oh, that's awful. Uh, so yeah, a bunch of people died in that one. Yeah. Four to countless. Uh, four to countless. I mean, right. Uh, <laughs> I watched this. I did watch the series on that on, on HBO. It was pretty good. Was it good? Yeah. I tried to watch it the other day. An HBO series. <coughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> so he saw this and was like, oh, yeah, I could top that for sure. I could. I could top that. And he'd been reading history and was like, well, we haven't had a big enough explosion since Black Tom Island. <laughs> He's like, it's been a while. It's been a while. That's your since joke. I- Good. Sorry. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I can't hear it's been a while without singing that. Um You you a- do have a, a song for literally every sentence. <laughs> not literally every uh, sentence. Most sentences. Most sentences. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say anything and you go. <laughs> okay. Uh so he starts going down the route to make a nuclear reactor, but he realizes that his high school chemistry book 
doesn't teach you how to make a nuclear reactor. Obviously. Um, most high school chemistry don't. Um, so he's like, I need to, to figure out how to do this. This it's is like the most the exciting internet. thing in this book is just if I put Mentos and Diet Coke. I don't, <laughs> it, it that's does boring. Things. That's not fun. I've done that. I did that when I was a baby. Yeah. Uh, I came out of the womb like that. That's how he shot <laughs> out. Right? He was in the womb with Diet Coke. <laughs> put the Mentos in and they just shot him straight out. <laughs> Just shoots across the room. The cord catches. Oh god! <laughs> I was like, "That's a first. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I was just like, "I have never yeah. seen that." Before. They were like, "Honestly, he's automatically <laughs> he's automatically a boy scout. We're putting him in there. He gets a badge. But this boy, the scouts, we'll make a yeah. new badge for him. Yeah, yeah, that's a wolf. How were you born? C-section or natural birth? Uh, it was kind of like a C-section, but like Coke instead of cesarean. Yeah, you know, the man. C stands for Coke. <laughs> oh my god, this is ridiculous. Uh, so he starts. He's like, he's like, I gotta figure out how to make one of these reactors. Yeah. But this is before the internet. He doesn't know anyone in the nuclear power industry. Sure. Um, also, like, you can't like this isn't easily accessible. Yeah, so it was before the internet, it, like, and so he couldn't just look it up online. There was he didn't know anyone in the nuclear power industry, so he couldn't just like ask someone. Obviously, it wasn't in any of his textbooks, so he had to come up with a more creative way yeah. of figuring out how to do this. This is where my respect for David Hahn goes through the roof. David Hahn, this 15, much like his experiments, <laughs> <laughs> this fifteen-year-old Boy Scout just starts writing letters to like giant nuclear power companies like national nuclear power like dear like chernobyl i saw what <laughs> happened would love to learn from you yeah and then it's exactly what he did he and would write this letter and out. then he would like he would sign it professor han from the local college like nearby Oof. and shipped it off and like was making phone calls and people were just like Okay, and they just told him how to make a nuclear reactor. All in these a, different companies. In a letter, they just wrote back. They, <laughs> they were just, just like, like, "Yeah, here's yeah, step one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he was like, he told him, he's like, he's like, I'm wanting to do a small scale experiment to teach my class how to build a nuclear reactor, how it works. It's like I want to do it in front of them. How how do we do that? And so he made these phone calls, pieced together the information from the phone calls, the letters he sent off, got enough information to understand how to build the the nuclear reactor, and then he realized, well. There are four uh, uh, elements that I'm going to need to get my hands on to do this. And so the elements were air, fire, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, air, water, earth, and then the fire tribe attacked. (laughs) Anyways, so he needed... uh, I'm not I here's the thing. Hold on, let me let me see. Give me one second. Okay, that's fine. We'll just wait. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh he needed um americium, uh thorium, radium, tritium, uh to build his his reactor. Uh, that's so interesting for because Jesus only needed gold, <laughs> frankincense, and myrrh to build his kingdom, you know? <laughs> and this guy's <laughs> I hate that. And so he started trying to figure out how to get his hands on all this different stuff. He's like, and he was like, he's like, I think I could use uranium. Um, so he starts calling all these different companies and different like organizations trying to get this stuff still. Fi- to be yeah. Professor he's still Han. like, I'm professor Han. Yeah. So homeboy. Well, how's scores. he? I mean, he's like, he sounds 15 still. Yeah. Yeah. He's just calling. He's like, Hey, um, so 
No, he did his he did his calling the girlfriend's dad. Hey, uh, hey, uh sir, uh, <laughs> this is Professor Han, sir. Uh, <laughs> dad's like, uh, you can't take out my daughter. <laughs> no, speaking of this is I found this uh, reading another article about him and I thought this was the funniest thing in the world. So he did have a girlfriend. Uh, she broke up with him after the whole thing. Good. The whole nuclear reactor thing came out. Um, but she was a little bit younger. His family loved, or her family loved David like they loved him. They thought he was the, a great yeah. guy. Great for their daughter. But um, they had one rule in their house and they said when they have company, David is not allowed to talk. They were like, hey, we like you a lot. We're glad you're part of our family. Uh, we got some people coming over tonight. So could you like go in the other room? Shut your mouth. Well, no, he could be like, there. He just couldn't talk. He was not allowed to talk because they said that like at the dinner table, he would tell them like what was in their food, like chemically, and like it would scare people. <laughs> and so they're like, you just you can't talk. You're not allowed to <laughs> you're not allowed to talk. <laughs> Huh. I'd be interested to see that enforced too. Like, Dude, I'm trying to do that. Like, David, I'm shut, shut up. David, David, David. And David's sitting over there like. Did you say something? I can't see you. I have pickles for eyes. David, don't talk. What? I don't know why I just picture them flapping all over the place all the time. <laughs> oh, pickles are not floppy; they're pretty firm. Like I, they should just. Yeah, no, but I, I, you know, I like floppy pickles. <laughs> <laughs> this pickles got a good flop to it. <laughs> Gosh. Oh no! Does he cry pickle juice? <laughs> <laughs> Which is very hard because when yeah. guests come over, the only thing they want to know is why he has pickle yeah, like, eyes. Son, how'd you like, get those pickle eyes? And, and he just goes. <laughs> and the dad I'm, has to be like, he's not, not allowed to talk. talk. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk. He's, Could you imagine going to over to somebody's house and then their daughter's boyfriend is there? Yeah. No pickle eyes even. Nope. Let's just make it yeah. normal. Normal. Right? Normal kid. And uh, and he's not allowed to He's talk. not allowed to speak to you. but Because they have to. But he still eats at the dinner yeah, table. he's just there. You. But he's just there. And you leave and you're like, yeah, you know, Sarah's boyfriend is uh, pretty quiet. <laughs> pretty, yeah, he's uh, pretty quiet tonight. But, I mean, they, they say they love him. So, And then they're on the news when the whatever explosion happens. <laughs> no, like, he was always a quiet guy. <laughs> he, was, he was such a quiet guy. Never heard him say anything. Uh, literally, like, I don't even know what his I've, voice sounds like. I don't like. know what his voice sounds like. You know, like. he might be mute. You know, he's yeah. <laughs> they're trying. Like, do you have a description of this boy? Uh, well, he doesn't talk. He's got green eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure he doesn't have vocal cords. <laughs> okay, I hate this so much. He's not allowed to talk at dinner. Not allowed to talk at dinner. He had a girlfriend. Yeah, he's calling all these people, pretending to be older. Yeah, pretending to be a professor of some university so he could get his hand on these elements. Yeah. Um, and it works. He gets – this is – I don't even – from Soviet Nobody Russia. Nobody verified. 
from yeah nobody verified from Soviet Russia. He got a block of uranium. They just they're like yeah take some or whatever. What? What? To a fifteen year old kid? Yeah, he just called him up. He's like, hey, can I get some uranium? And they're yeah. like, well, like sure, do whatever. we mail this to the school? No, uh, mail it to. <laughs> Uh, put attention, David, in the shed and put my <laughs> mom's address in the on shed. There. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, got I don't some know uranium. He got, he got. Do they send that in the just the mail? I, yeah, I don't understand. How do they, like, you, you can't even ship flamethrowers today. Like, how are you yeah. shipping a block of uranium? I mean, does Amazon Prime sell uranium? <laughs> <laughs> Two day shipping. <laughs> Look it up. See if you can I, buy I, some I, uranium. <laughs> uranium. Um, you can buy dinosaur bones. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, you can buy dinosaur bone, like little like chunks of uh, <laughs> binos, di- binosaur, b- binosaur domes. Dinosaur bones yeah. that aren't big enough to put in museums. Here's um. Here is a... It's unrefined, high-grade uranium ore. $80. That's it, huh? <laughs> Two day shipping. In some cities, they do that same thing now. Uh, this this is not eligible for Prime, so gotcha. uh, we can expect it by September sixth. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly not that far away, though. It's like two weeks. It's incredible. Yeah, Let's order some. Put my credit card number on there. Of ore on here. Put my credit card in there so that it shows that I bought from Astronaut Foods. Dot com and also some <laughs> uranium from Amazon Prime. I'm trying to go to space. Chase is like, what are you guys? What are you doing? Like, we think this is a fraud like, alert. Think, uh, like, no, no, no. Those are my purchases. Weird. No, this is just. Last month, you spent $80 on astronaut food, uh, $80 on uranium, and $460 on Popeye spicy sandwiches. <laughs> uh, do you want to. Do you want to talk? Do you want to like dispute any of these? Like, no, that's 100% those are my spending. All real. Yep. <laughs> and $12 on Chick fil A mac and cheese. Mm. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Hated that. <laughs> he also got. Uh, he called some smoke detector manufacturer, and he or okay. he got hundreds of smoke detectors in bulk at a very very low price, like low enough that a fifteen year old kid could actually purchase it. Yeah, called him, talked him into it. Was just like, yeah, I'm a professor at a college. I'm looking to do this experiment. There's, uh, uh, I guess they use a americium in the inside them to to like detect smoke. And they even they were like they're like yeah we'll we'll send you a couple couple hundred of those and get you this discounted rate. What does uh, his mom think is happening? Like, this mom apparently had no idea. It was just none the wiser. Like he's just getting home. I like couldn't get home in time to get my grade card out of the mailbox <laughs> before my mom saw it. But this kid's getting three hundred smoke detectors. It was the eighties. We've all seen Stranger Things. Like yeah, they got away with a lot. Things were different. The then. mom was flirting with the lifeguard at the pool. You know, jeez. Yeah, was, things were different then. Um, and so he he got so he and got the older sister was fighting off dementors. <laughs> That's Harry Potter. <laughs> All right, so he got his americium from smoke detectors. He uh-huh. got that bulk order of smoke detectors. Um, he got thorium from he bought a bunch of old lanterns and he got them from the little uh, 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 like mantle at the top of the lantern. This is a lot of work. Yeah, and so what he would no joke. What he did is he just burnt all the lanterns. He made like a bonfire of lanterns, burned them to ash, and then extracted the thorium from the ashes, <laughs> like with his with his pickled jars. <laughs> 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 now they're sifting through the ash. 
<laughs> what? Well, he just poured the ash in those coffee filters, right? That would be the yep. better way to do it. Yep. Just sifting it. <laughs> uh, and so then he got uh, tritium from gun sites. I guess gun sites have tritium in them. So he, he pulled his tritium out of that. And this is my favorite one. He got his radium. He couldn't find radium anywhere. So he, he had a Geiger counter, as most kids at 15 Obviously. do. And so he just went around his neighborhood Geiger counting everything, looking for radium. Um, and so he found it in some rocks, like, but not enough to build yeah. a reactor out of. Um, so some time passes by. He turns 16, gets his license. He's driving around town with his Geiger counter. He had his Geiger counter and his dash at like all times, just in case he came by some radium. And so he's driving by the local antique shop and it just goes off the charts. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> and so he goes in the, the antique shop and finds with his little with his <laughs> <guy> just <laughs> walks in the <laughs> antique shop. Yeah. With pickle eyes and not talking to anybody. <laughs> just walking Sorry, man, I'm not allowed to talk. Like, Boy, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> that's little David Hahn. He's odd. Just let him do what he's going to do. He hasn't talked to any of us he's since harmless. he started dating Jessica. He's an Eagle Scout. <laughs> he's not an Eagle Scout yet. Oh. He's working on the badge. He's, he's got one badge left. He's a Bayer Scout. I don't know what the ranks are. Like, brown know. belt? I don't know what they do. <laughs> He comes on, uh, he, he gets in the shop, finds this old clock that had like a glow in the dark face. And I guess like at, in like the 30s, they were making glow in, these glow in the dark clocks where the face on them was radium. They It was literally radioactive. That's why it was glowing green. Uh, that's how they got it to glow because it was radioactive. And so it was so radioactive that just driving by in his car, he got a spike on his Geiger counter. That's how radioactive it was. And everybody's just hanging out in the antique shop with this radioactive clock. So homeboy just goes... Wow. Like, he's like, oh, he's like yeah. all about these clocks. Now. And it was ridiculously overpriced. It was $3. <laughs> you know? So, so he starts like finding all these collectors of these old glow in the dark clocks and just starts buying all these clocks. Down. Yeah. Uh, so he could get the radium out of them. That's where he gets, gets all of his radium from these clocks that were glow in the dark. Uh, eventually did he tell the people that hey like you're probably gonna have cancer because of that clock or no he was like i just want that clock <laughs> he's like it's really a big he's clock like, man I'll, I'll give you like eight bucks for that clock and they're like sure whatever it glows right, in the dark i don't care gears. glow in the dark keeps so me up 50s so f- <laughs> yeah yeah so so he's got all of his ingredients gets ingredients? all ingredients what would you call that uh, i mean it's elements supplies elements yeah whatever um and so he starts building his reactor he's Tried at first to build a, a, a neutron source reactor, but he couldn't accomplish that. Okay. So then he started switching to a breeder reactor. What's special about a breeder reactor is the way it works is through fission. It essentially breeds these elements. So that way it's like eternal power. That's why right. nuclear power was such a big deal. If you could build a breeder reactor, it will just keep Continue. birthing these elements yeah. and, and creating an insane amount of power. And it's almost, ne- it's like practically never ending. And so he Jeez. was trying really hard with a neutron. It didn't work. And then, so he started going towards the, the breeder reactor. And so what he did is he bored a giant hole in this block of lead, um, and used some lithium batteries and just poured the lithium in there. Um, he saved up over <laughs> a course of a few months and had a thousand dollars with the lithium batteries that he had poured over this block of lead, wrapped it all in duct tape, put his elements in there and successfully made a breeder reactor. And so it started just creating these, uh, reactions and new elements were being born. And so he's producing all this power. Um, so it was a success and he was happy about it. And then he just left it in, in the shed. Uh, What was he powering? What was he trying this power on? I haven't gotten anything that said what he was actually powering. He just did it. And so it was just, 
breeding. Like yeah. all this, all this, these elements just keep coming out of of this breed reactor in his mom's shed, and he just goes on with his life and just does some other stuff for a while. Um, and then he comes back to it, and he's like, "Ah, I probably should do something about this. This is getting kind of dangerous. There's a lot of dangerous elements in this shed now." Um, so yeah. David uh, decides he's like, he's like, "I'm gonna clean this up." So he takes it apart um, with his pickle jar. <laughs> starts taking apart this stuff. It's a very tedious process. It's very, very tough. And he's, he does what the professionals do when they clean up like a radioactive test site. I loves it in the back of his Pontiac. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. So he's putting this, in the trunk. All this radioactive stuff in his trunk. And he's like, I got to clean this up. And so he's going to go bury it all around town, like different pieces of it is his plan. But one of his neighbors sees him doing this and she's like, oh, uh, that guy's stealing tires from people's cars. So she calls the cops cops show up and they're like like hey we got a report of some some kids stealing a bunch of people's tires in the neighborhood and he's like oh he's like i'm not doing that he's like i'm actually helping you guys out a lot and they're they were like um, like oh they're like, like explain what that means <laughs> and so so they're like we don't believe you, you. We don't, kid. We like don't trust. we're actually helping you guys a lot right now <laughs> okay like we don't trust this kid at all we're like we're gonna have to search your car and he's like i don't recommend that and they're like well why not he's like because it's full of radioactive material i mean i've seen enough of live pd <laughs> someone's like i don't recommend you do that okay yeah, and so like uh, of course, when he told them that his car is full of radioactive material, they took it as a bomb threat. Yeah. And they call in the like Michigan bomb squad. And they so, so they show up and they search his car and find legitimate radioactive a material. Ton of radioactive material in yeah, his car. Obviously. Um, so they think he's building like a homemade nuke is what they think. And so they arrest him. They take him in for questioning. Um, after questioning him, they find out he was just some kid who just really liked chemistry and thought it'd be fun he to build like, a reactor. He goes, honestly, this is the first time I've been allowed to talk in 15 years. So I'm glad that <laughs> he's like, this is I'll answer new to all me. your questions. He's like, what do you want to know? Like, ask more. He's like the pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're for a yeah, while. Was an experiment in my dad's basement. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know his name either, actually. <laughs> yeah, I just call him dad. I don't know what his name is. Uh, his mom in the whole process is like, man, my son got arrested. I think it has something to do with all the stuff that he's been doing in the shed. I have no idea what it is, but she's like, I'm just going to throw it away. So she just takes everything and just <gasps> throws it away. Just throws it in the trash. The trash company comes, picks it up the next day, takes it to the landfill. Tons of just radioactive waste just thrown into some landfill in Michigan. All these people along the route exposed to highly radioactive material. Um, They end up finding out that he was just some kid being an idiot. So they let him go. They just let him go. And like, then fine, whatever. A few they, months did later, they confiscate his stuff? No. A few months later, the <laughs> EPA was like... We should probably look into this. Like the EPA got wind of they it. They just let him drive out with his Pontiac yeah. full of radioactive material. Yeah. They're like, all right, go on. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. And, 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 but a few months later, the EPA gets wind of it and they're like, that's probably not a good thing. They're like, we should go take a look at this. And so they come out to his house. They search his house and they, they test his house and they tested like uh, his backyard was a thousand times past the safe limit for radioactivity. And so they were like, yeah, yeah, we gotta take this stuff away. This is bad. And so they, they named it a super fun site. And so that those are like the nuclear cleanup sites. And so his house and like a few houses around had to his evacuate. house, they had to evacuate and they just tore everything down and buried it in the desert and outside in Utah, some desert in Utah. They just, Wait, they just moved everything. all that stuff. Yeah. To Utah. <clears throat> I guess that's what they do. They, they take it. They like put it in like all these like airtight containers, take it to the, some place in Utah and bury it in the desert. I guess that's how you clean yeah. up radioactive waste. I don't it's know. It's the same way you clean up a murder, but yeah. 
<laughs> airtight tubs <laughs> airtight buried in utah buried in utah yeah this and does so, sound like a lot like a breaking bad episode i know right uh and so <laughs> so what did they do they arrest him did they no he was fine like they're they just like, they like oh, a dumb kid he's just playing around it's the 80s He's just, he's that's what they were thing. saying in the 80s too they're like, it's the 80s it's the who 80s. cares whatever like it's kids kids will be kids you know so um, so is he fine did he get like yeah so he got his his nuclear power badge he became an eagle scout after that like no joke after they cleaned he it got up, the badge he got the badge yeah became an eagle the epa scout. shows up at your house that's actually how you obtain the badge they bring it with them they go hey actually hey, you got the badge we got- we came to give this to you uh do you want us to sew it on your uniform or yeah yeah um and so uh yeah, and then it, everything after this is kind of sad. His girlfriend broke up with him because it was yeah. such a big deal. She was like, "This is probably a liability She's for like, me." Dude, like, we can't keep dating you. My parents' house got torn down and moved to Utah because of you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, like we're moving to Utah. They're putting yeah. us in the desert in Utah because yeah. of you. <laughs> now I live in this airtight container, <sighs> and yeah. it's like I'm never going to get to talk to anyone either. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and so uh, his girlfriend broke up with him, and then. Uh, it became like the media didn't really care about it at first until some reporter picked it up, wrote a book about it. And then it became this media firestorm in the nineties and like the mid nineties, it was like 96. He got dubbed the radioactive boy scout. Um, and the media was all over it and everybody started like turning to his parents and like being like, where were his parents this whole time? Which is a normal question. Fair, Yeah. Like there's probably a point when probably the first time he got, shards of glass in his eyes where normal parents would be like this needs to stop we We probably should you should probably not do this or at least wear safety goggles Uh, yeah (laughs) hey we bought you these safety goggles for your birthday yeah like there's there was something especially if this guy's like email or not emailing hard mailing uh schools yeah and getting uranium from Soviet Russia (laughs) yeah he's just like hey can you mail that over Like, like as a parent you should know if your kid gets a package from the Soviet Union. From anybody, <laughs> honestly, you should know if your kid gets a package from anybody. Like if your parent, if your kid gets five hundred smoke detectors in the mail and then takes them apart in the backyard, you should be like, "Hey, what? What, what are you what doing? You doing? What yeah. you doing with all that? I see you burning lamps. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, I'm not here to judge. Just want to ask, what? What's what are what's you doing? Happening? He's like, yeah. sorry, can't talk. Sorry, <laughs> Jessica's parents. You know, so. uh, with that backlash from the media about his parents, it actually hit his mom pretty hard. Um, and in 96, his mom sadly committed suicide as oh, a, because geez. of all of the backlash that she was getting. It like it hit her so hard. Uh, and so the breakup of his girlfriend and uh, his mom's suicide were so close together that it, it really messed with David's head. Um, yeah. And so his his parent, his dad and his stepmom were pushing him to go to community college to get a degree um, to like build a life for himself. And he he did do that. He did go to community college, went in like a metallurgy program, which is like you're you could do a lot better than that. But yeah, he always skipped class, like wasn't really a part of it. Sure. Ended up joining the Navy, uh, working on like an aircraft carrier for a little bit where he eventually was honorably discharged for mental illness. They, yeah. they deemed that he had a mental illness. Probably something linked to the whole nuclear reactor thing. Uh, yeah. And so he ends up, uh, uh, moving out of the Navy, uh, and like begins this really bad meth addiction. Um, well, cause he knows how to make it. Yeah. He's really yeah. good at making it. And so, so this he, really did become a breaking bad <laughs> thing. Yeah. And so he, he develops this really bad, uh, addiction, uh, to meth and to, uh, um, uh, uh, 
alcohol mm-hmm. and so he becomes an alcoholic too uh and eventually uh, he died in 2016 uh from a mixture of alcohol poisoning and overdosing on meth uh so it, it's really sad because here's it like he clearly like if you're 15 years old and you're committed Brilliant. and smart enough to build a nuclear reactor in your backyard yep. like there's no doubt that this guy could have gone somewhere yeah um but it a, a handful of really tragic things that happened in his life led to him just kind of throwing his life away. Yeah. Um, and you, like you, you were left to wonder like, what could David Hahn have done? Uh, had those things not happened, had like, yeah. Had his girlfriend let him talk or <laughs> sorry, his girlfriend's parents let him talk. Like, you, you don't know, like right, where could right. he have gone? Like, what could he have done? Um, because honestly, like I look up to him. <laughs> I look uh, yeah, I've never the radioactive Boy Scout. The radioactive Boy Scout is pretty incredible. Wow. Yeah, so that's the story of David Hahn. Wow. You know, I so he got which elements? What did he get? He got uranium? Uh no, he got um well he did get uranium. He didn't use that in his thing. He got that from the Soviet Russia, which is crazy. I want to know Soviet more Russia. about that. Uh, he but got, he got Americium from smoke detectors, uh, which he got just an insane amount of smoke detectors sent to him. Thorium from a bunch of old lanterns. Yep. Uh, radium from glow in the dark clocks. Yeah. Uh, and tritium from gunshot or gun sites. Wow. Yeah. What did he get from fiddles? <laughs> uh, Fiddleophium. That works. <laughs> <laughs>